T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, let's stay with the coaching stuff for a minute. Chris hit it right on the head yesterday when we were talking about it. The question is... Will it be seen through till its end? D'Amico Ryans, who I think with San Francisco's defense, certainly very popular, energetic, young head coach, uh, I think impressed a lot of people, Chris, coordinating San Francisco's amazing defense. But you hit it right on the head. They did give him a six-year contract. So. If they jettison him after one year like they did Cully and Lovey Smith, mm-hmm. they are on the hook for a lot of money and a lot of time for him, which makes it less likely right. that they will do that. The one difference, and I'll, I'll just add this, and I think we discussed this yesterday, was Kyle got all the power. all the, and Not only got the six-year contract in the head coaching position his first time, but he got all personnel control. He hired John Lynch. Mm-hmm. He pulled all the strings until I guess whatever relationship he and John Lynch have worked out. And to my knowledge, it's good. Okay. I don't think D'Amico Ryan's got that. He got the six year deal. And again, the reason why I, I kind of suspected that was happening was again, that's exactly what happened with Kyle when he went to San Francisco from Atlanta is they had fired Chip Kelly and Jim Tom Sula in back to back one year stints. Okay. People forget about that because, God forbid, it's not, you know, it, it, like, well, I, I'll, I'll just say people forget about that. Okay? Kyle had all the juice. He had all the leverage. He had all the power. And he wasn't going there on a three-year or four-year deal. So he got full control of personnel. He got to hire his own GM. And he got a six-year contract for God knows how much money, probably 4 or $5 million at least per year back then. And that was, again, five years ago. So David, uh, not David Culley, um, D'Amico Ryans, good on him using that kind of model. But Pete, I, I don't think, I, maybe I'm wrong, I don't think he's getting the personnel juice away from Nick Casario. I could be, again, maybe he'll get it a year from now if Nick Casario gets fired. I don't know. Or two, I don't know. But for right now, I would tend to think, unlike Kyle, Again, and even though there's similarities, while he got the six-year security, and you're absolutely correct, they can't fire him after a year because they're already, you know, I, I, I don't know. People are going right, to – let me ask you this. I, I, I think we both agree they can't fire him after a year. Okay, whatever. And Houston probably would be better. D'Amico Ryan's do a good job. He knows that ownership group down there. Everybody thinks they're racist, even though they've hired three straight black head coaches. I, I don't know how you could – 
I don't know how you can make that accusation, but people, you can well, believe. Well, they fired him after one year, I understand Chris. that, but people can. I mean, you I, know I, how people, look, look, I Chris, whoa, 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 here. You can hire them to try and cover up your reputation, which is clearly what they did hiring Lovey right after Cully, okay? They made that hire to protect their reputation. You think so? 100%. Yeah, I, I don't see it that and, way. And I think, I mean, I believe D'Amico Ryans is very, very, very much so qualified to get this job. And there was no doubt in my mind that barring Ryans telling him to go fly a kite, that they were going in this direction again to, to hire a qualified minority coach. Because they have to hear the whispers, Chris. They have to. Yeah. Here's my here's my problem though, Pete. How in the I I I know there are people, many people, and you just said it, that feel they were just checking boxes. But we discussed this yesterday. I forget who. Maybe it was Paulie because he that's all he cares about. Um, that thought simply hiring David Cully and simply hiring Lovey Smith was just checking the boxes. Just making, doing. Ascent. I don't think Cully was checking a box initially. Okay. I think Cully was, hey, we're going to be smart. I'm going to be. This was Casario them being, right. hey, I'm going to be the smartest guy in the room. I'm going okay. to go off that, the beaten path here, and I'm going to hire this longtime veteran, very respected assistant right. coach in David Cully, which is fine. But you gave him one year with a stinking roster. Yeah, that's a fair. That, that's a. I think that's a fairer way to look at it, what you just presented, than most of the theory out there, which is, again, they only hired David Cully and Lovey Smith only to make themselves look good and not racist. No, I mean, I, I look, I think Cully, I mean, I think the Cully hire was Casario and that organization going, yeah. hey, we're going we're gonna to think outside the box here. We're going to zig when everybody thinks we should zag, and we're going to hire this popular, you know, longtime assistant, that has a good reputation, and you know what? Maybe it'll maybe it will also save our relationship with Deshaun Watson. And it it blew, it all blew up in their face. Yeah, it all uh, blew up in their I, face. But but I, I will say this again: I appreciate what you just outlined there more than well. They just hired two black head coaches just right, to but look. But think good. about it, Chris. Think about it. And you you accuse. I mean, I'm not saying accuse. Maybe it's a strong word, but you reference. A lot of members, African media, African American media members, yeah. who after a firing like Cully's, yeah. of course, gravitate to the opinion, which history shows us, Chris. History shows us that normally, uh, a coach like uh, David Cully's not going to get another opportunity as a head coach uh, after a situation like that. Steve Wilkes, perfect example. Yeah. Steve Wilkes, Steve Wilkes, with a much, uh, I, I would. <laughs> I wouldn't even say the situation in Carolina was much better than the one he he was forced to coach with in Arizona. And somehow he put them in contention late in the season and he went 500 with nondescript quarterback play yeah. and a roster that quite frankly, you know, I think management wanted would have been comfortable had they gone 3 and 9 instead of 6 and 6. You know, so, you know how Steve Wilkes accomplished all of that because he's a good coach. He's a damn good coach. Steve Wilkes okay. was one of those when he got hired in it's Arizona. Not because he's Steve a black Wilkes, coach. Steve Wilkes was one of the top 3 assistant coaches that everybody talked about like, "Hey, this is one of the guys that's going to be 
a a terrific head coach. Mm -hmm. He was one of the hot assistant coaches. He wasn't like Cully that was kind of off the beaten path. Wilkes was a guy that ever you go back and look at the stories back then before Steve got hired in Arizona. In a lot of those searches, his name was one of those that ended up on the list of hot assistant coaches, guys that are going to make a terrific head coach coming up here. And that's why everybody was pissed off. He got one year in Arizona, and yet he's he comes back. He comes back to Carolina and takes over in an interim spot, keeps him in contention with Sam Darnold at quarterback, and then kind of gets the, yeah, thanks, but you're not good enough again. So you, that's, that's a case of a guy maybe earning another opportunity in a chaotic situation and having an organization again turn their back on yeah, him, but 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 I, I I would again continue to argue that like you can't tell me you can't tell me that hiring Frank Reich makes no sense. I'm not saying that. And, well, I, I'm not but, saying but that a lot at all. of people, but a lot of people are. No, a lot of people are it, because they're not pissed what it is, is that Steve Chris, Wilkes not, didn't get the opportunity. It's not that they hired an unqualified person. The point was Wilkes. Wilkes did. Under your, uh, right under your nose, right yes. in front of your eyes. Oh, yeah, I get that. He did right. a more than competent job in a very difficult situation. And if that is not good enough to get him an opportunity, then what does the guy have to do to prove himself to be worthy of a second opportunity? Pete, Remember, this Pete, is Reich's Pete, second opportunity. You just mentioned last hour. You know, when CK decided to put us together and give us an everyday show and, and you know, rebrand Team 980, blah, 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 all that stuff, that you were just happy that somebody finally showed faith and gave you the opportunity, right? How yeah. long did it take you to get that opportunity? I mean, I know you've done shows every day, whatever, on smaller stations, smaller markets, what have you, but it took a long time. A lot yeah. of work, a lot of hours, a lot of sweat, a lot of, you know, a lot of early mornings, a lot of road trips to get that opportunity, right? Sure. Nothing is, you know, like, like you don't just get anything handed to you in this world. Right. Like, there's which is all what, sorts of Wil reasons. Chris, why, which is why, which is why Wilkes did it as an interim coach, right underneath of their I understand that, but unfortunately for Steve Wilkes, he had something going against him, and it's. I, I just got to say this over and over and over and over again, just so that people understand, it's not the color of his skin that prevented him from getting that job. It is the fact that he is an older, defensive-minded head coach, and there was a offensive-minded, proven, successful at one point, head coach who also happened to have a direct tie to the franchise, i.e. he was their first quarterback, and who also lived in the Charlotte area, who happened to be available in Frank Reich. So... Again, as I told you last week, if they would have hired Kellen Moore, I would have had an, a, a bigger issue with it. Sure, sure. Uh, so, I, I, so, again, Chris, I, Chris, I just I say this. That. I feel bad for Steve Wilkes. I think he would make a fine head coach somewhere else. But just because they closed the door in Carolina does not mean they made a decision specifically and directly because of the color of his skin. Same thing in Houston not, with David right. Culley. Chris, I'm not saying – Houston and Carolina are two different things. I, I understand. I don't but believe I'm just, Carolina. You know. I don't believe Carolina. I think Carolina again. I think your your reasoning is solid on the fact that when you hire an offensive guy over a defensive guy, 
that's just the trend in the league, right. which is what makes D'Amico Ryan's hire in Houston, uh, I think, even that much more popular amongst people uh, in the league because here's a deserving defensive guy that, as you mentioned, a little bit younger, obviously, than Wilkes, that's going to get an, an opportunity here uh, in Houston. So right. defensive guys aren't totally getting shut out in this thing. Is it Hiring inter- an is offensive it interesting? guy is not a – I mean, that's not – and again, Reich is a qualified coach. I, right. think your, I think your analogy with Moore is correct. If they hire Moore over Wilkes – then I think that's even more right. reason for Wilkes to be, uh, you know, angry about being overlooked. At least the guy they hired was qualified, as opposed to hiring a young neophyte who's never coached before. Let me ask you this: Is it interesting to you um, that obviously Houston made the six-year commitment to D'Amico Ryan's? We just talked about that, and that he seemed to be like their number one choice, even though they met with other candidates. Eric Bieniemy, or no, uh, not this cycle. Um, uh, um, uh, they met with Sean Payton, so on and so uh, a bunch, you know, Mike Kafka, a bunch of other um, uh, candidates. Right? Is it interesting to you that apparently, according to the reports, and like you said, there's a, a lot of mishmash on the reporting that Denver's number one choice, even with the Russell Wilson mess, was apparently, reportedly, allegedly, D'Amico Ryan's, a defensive guy, and. I pe- people always note that he's a black man. I make makes no their difference last to me. Coach was a. I mean, the, their their coach before Hackett was a defensive right, guy, right. and they hated it. Right. They clearly. I look to but, me. But but but, but is if it, D'Amico I mean, is Ryan, Chris, if D'Amico Ryan's had a choice, right. and he chose Houston over, even though he played in Houston. Remember, he played there. Right. Right. If he chose Houston over Denver, from a roster standpoint. Then that's, I still think the Denver roster's probably better. You probably oh, no win doubt. more games with Denver right now than you do Houston. No doubt, but but that familiarity with Houston, with the organization, and oh by the way, with an owner in Cal McNair that everybody thinks is racist because his dad was because his dad made one stupid idiotic statement, uh, you know, and who knows what else he was? I have well, no think about idea. This. Here's the other thing too, though. Here's the other thing. You get to start from scratch in Houston with either Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud at quarterback. Okay? You get to help build this thing from the ground up. Right. And in some ways, Chris, that might be more appealing than having to take over Denver with what you don't know. You don't know if it's an ailing or aging Russell Wilson or if it was Hackett's fault. We're going to find out. We're going to find out now who's 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 who. We're going to find out if it was Hackett or if we're going to find out it you know it was Russell Wilson That's because fair. they got their guy. That's fair. They're getting their guy and Russell's getting his guy. That's fair. See, I think this is all worked out the way it's supposed to work out, right? Frank Reich is a more than logical choice in in Carolina for all the reasons we we discussed. Demico Ryan's is a more than logical choice in Houston for all the reasons we discussed even though most people say he's nuts for being the third straight black head coach is going to get fired in a year. But what do we talk I, Chris, what do we talk about all the time? The black head coaching candidate is going to take a job if yeah. it's offered to him, regardless of how bad the organization is, because it might be the only opportunity that they get offered. It might be, but not in the case of D'Amico Ryans. Uh, right, right. 
This cycle, though? This cycle, though? David Cully? Yes. But but David Cully was never a name on anyone's radar. Nobody even knew he existed. Nobody even knew he existed. Like, again, this is all... I I honestly think this is a media-driven thing. Um... Everyone knew about D'Amico Ryans because he was energetic, because he was this, because he was that, because San Francisco, uh, top three defense, so on and so forth, so ferocious, whatever. I mean, same thing with Robert Sala, right? People knew Robert Sala because he danced around, yelled, jumped around, was so excitable on the on the, and because his team had success. So, but like people knew about Robert Sala because the media propped him up, propped him up, talk, kept talking about him. Where same did, thing where, with Eric Bieniemy. Same thing with D'Amico Ryan. Nobody knew about D'Amico. Where did Robert Sala? Where David was Robert Sala? From where San was Robert Francisco. Sala coordinator. Right. And, and what did that unit do? Sure. What but, did that but, unit do? They were great. But what back-to-back the, defensive coordinators right. from that team that have now progressed on to head coaching right. opportunities. But what I'm what I'm saying is is people hop onto the hot ticket item, the hot meal, if you will, the hot, the hot name. Okay? And well, who they else did it are for, they supposed to hop on? Well, is somebody that's not proving yeah, they're doing anything? Well, how I mean, how Of course, do we, I mean, look at John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh was a a nondescript special teams coach and has turned into right. a better than average was, head coach. Was was anybody screaming for John Harbaugh? Was anybody no. you know, nobody nobody even thinks I I mean, I know Dan Dave Taub, and I know Rich Basaccia, special teams coordinators uh, in Kansas City and now in Green Bay, in Basaccia's case, have gotten a couple of head coaching. Basaccia did a hell of a job right, with the Raiders but, in a difficult right, situation. But nobody, got passed nobody over. Cared, what, and that's an, another perfect example. Nobody, nobody screamed about that. Like, nobody cared about that because they didn't know the name Rich Basaccia. They said, oh, who is this guy? Who is the. Like, nobody cared about that. Nobody cared that. You know, there have been other co- – I, again, I think we can go around and around and around in circles here, and we can look at every example and say, well, yeah, but what about this and what about that? That's why, like, it may sound like I'm anti-something. No, I, what I am is I'm anti-soapbox. Anti I'm anti-platform media, okay? I want whoever these teams feel – are the best candidates and present the best vision and and communicate the best because that's that's how it should be. That's America. That's the way it should be. Okay, we can promote, we can educate, we can campaign for, but ultimately you have to allow teams and general managers and owners to pick who they want. Listen, I wanted nothing to do with Donald Trump. Okay, did I leave America when he was voted president? No. I thought it was a terrible decision. And I was right. But I didn't leave America. I mean, you know, I, I, listen, you have to let the process play out. And, again, I feel bad for Steve Wilkes, and I feel bad for David Culley. But I also feel bad for Rich Passaccia. And I also feel bad for other coaches that haven't had the same opportunities that others have had and that don't have the media driving a bus through the street trying to get them a head coaching job and screaming about how fair or unfair life is. Guess what? Freaking life ain't fair. You waited 25-plus years for this opportunity. I waited 25-plus years for this opportunity. It sucked. It wasn't right. It's it, it was lousy. It was miserable. Finally, the opportunity came, and trying to make the best of it, trying to do the best we can. You know, sometimes life ain't fair. Sometimes... Sexy names are just going to get opportunities 
for whatever reason, and it's not always because of what side of the ball, uh, uh, the, the 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 football they coach, or the color of their skin, or or how much they've won, or what organization they're coming from. Sometimes people fall in love with people for whatever reason they have. Ron Rivera is in Pebble Beach. You can watch him play golf. You may be able to see him hit a shot or two over the weekend if he's playing with the right people. Social media-wise, Washington fans spoke up a lot yesterday. We'll tell you what the reaction was right here on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Tony Khan coming up top of the hour. Going to preview tonight's great AEW show out in Dayton, Ohio. Tremendous card. Multiple champions on the card. Great matchups as it should be a great Wednesday night of wrestling. And uh, Tony, just a tremendous resource. And I know on our show, we really appreciate the friendship uh, that we have Mm -hmm. with AEW. Uh, It's been uh, really good over the last year that we've been able to uh, get a lot of uh, folks on and bring you uh, the flavor of AEW wrestling and a great card coming up in Dayton. And um, 
Not to, men- not to mention, Pedro, he is the co-owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars and Trevor well, Lawrence and Doug Peterson yeah. and rebuilding that organization. And, you know, because we recorded the interview yesterday afternoon with Tony uh, and that we're going to play at 11 o'clock today, we know what we asked him. And I tried to get him to buy the Washington Commanders <laughs> in addition to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hey, look, full if, of- the Walmart, if the Walmart family can own two NFL right. teams, the cons can own two exactly. NFL teams. So you're going to hear his response. And, and, and guess, where, guess where Tony was when we talked to him? He was he was at the Senior Bowl yes! in Mobile. You know who isn't there? Yes! Ron Rivera! <laughs> I mean... Tony Khan is literally at the senior. Tony Khan, who's got 4,000 jobs, is at the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. Ron can't be bothered. By the way, by the way, before we get any further on that, uh, again, so you'll hear the whole interview with Tony Khan. It's about 14 minutes. It's great. Uh, If you're an AEW fan, wrestling fan, we asked uh, more than just about, like, like what's on the card. I think we asked some good philosophical ratings, you know, interest type fan questions, uh, all that. And again, we talked about the Jaguars and, you know, again, potentially, I, and I obviously I was kind of teasing and just see, seeing what he would say. So you'll hear that answer uh, coming up. Right. Uh, but I, I, I would be remiss if, if I didn't just mention this, right. Uh, who's Beyonce married to? Um, what? Um, Oh, geez. Um, Jay-Z. Jay-Z, yeah. right, yeah. right. You know who uh, You know who FedEx Field just announced is performing on August 5th as part of the Renaissance World Tour? Uh-oh. No. Yes, Robert. <clears throat> it's Queen B. Uh-oh. Beyonce is coming to FedEx Field, which means it has to mean Miley Cyrus, not Miley Cyrus, uh, who's the other one? The Swifty. Uh, Taylor uh, Swift. Uh, Taylor Swift said, double middle finger, Dan. Double middle finger, FedEx Field. No thanks. Beyonce, Queen Bee, the smoke show that she is, <laughs> is coming to FedEx Field on August 5th. Why is she doing that? Why is she doing that? So she can sell tickets and make money. It's because her husband's going to buy the Commanders. I hope you're right. Along with Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I hope you're right. Uh, by the way, Steve on Twitter or, or uh, message, uh, Messenger said, did Mr. Soapbox just say he is anti-soapbox? <laughs> <laughs> no, see, here's the thing. Steve is Steve listens to every minute of every day of this show, so that is that is the perfect. Here, here, here's the thing that I would say. Yes, at times I go on my own soapbox, but you you can't deny that media. I mean, again. Like, look at what's happened in this town. Mike Wise went on a soapbox and galvanized an entire country that ultimately forced the name change of the Redskins to the Commanders. Think about that. Think about that. You know, this is what happens when we have. Did that happen? Uh, but did that happen because? Oh, he drove that train. I know to he drove no the end. train, but was it ultimately because Dan figured, okay, this is a way for me to try and create positive. Uh, vibe, okay, I will step up and change the name. Because if that's anybody but Dan, do you think they changed the name? If, uh, if, if his co-owners weren't trying to drive a sword through his heart? Oh, I 
so you're saying if like Bezos or whoever or, or uh, what's the guy's Josh Harris had been the owner at the time that they wouldn't have changed the name? That's all I'm asking. Uh, I, I mean, Dan I, had Dan I still, had Dan I still had think. co-owners that were knifing him in the back, the heart, the yeah, thigh. Yeah. Well, you I, know? Mean, he, I mean, I mean, quite honestly, he deserved a lot of that, you know, because you know he he. I mean, there was a lot of dirty politics probably between both sides, but. Uh, I think it's a fair question, but I think a new owner or, and uh, you know, if, if Dan had, you know, sold to, again, Jeff Bezos or, or Josh Harris or Todd Bowley or whoever, uh, you know, the, the, the financial group, um, I forgot their names, uh, that tried to buy the minority share uh, two years ago, um, if, if, if there was a new, yes, I, I think the new owner would have said, okay, after they finalize everything, we're changing the name because it's not worth it to try and fight that battle, fighting the battle of Reds. And, and but yet they almost got away with it. If you think about it, they almost got away with it. Sure. And what totally changed everything was what happened in Minneapolis because that just that just woke everyone up, and it started the drumbeat, and then everyone cinched their teeth in. And were relentless again for about a month period before they finally decided to cave. And, you know, there's all sorts of reasons. Again, we all know it was because he was looking at losing millions and millions and millions of corporate advertising dollars and corporate relationships, including FedEx. We all know there's lots of reasons for it, but I do believe a new owner would have immediately come in and changed the name. Just like. Now a lot of fans are hoping that a new owner is going to come in and change from Commanders back to Redskins. People, that is never, ever going to. I will. I will drink motor oil on the air. Whoa. Yes, I will drink motor oil on the air. If hmm. that happens. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Ron Rivera playing golf. Junkies put out a uh, you know post on it. Chris, I thought overwhelmingly the fan base was like, hey, we don't really care. Yeah. Well, uh, oh, no, no, they, they care. They care. They don't, they're not bothered by Ron playing golf. That, yeah, well, that's me, meaning, what I'm saying, though. Meaning they, they have an opinion. They are not upset that Ron is choosing to play potentially four days of golf and hobnob and socialize and, you know, drink wine and, and have all sorts of, you know, fancy schmancy breakfasts and dinners. Uh, you, it, it, Again, playing potentially for four days if he makes the cut. Two days at least if he doesn't make the cut. And then going presumably to, you know, his family and then going to Phoenix to make a, a, a media tour to be a goodwill ambassador for the commanders uh, and to sell the name and to sell the brand and to sell the logo and all that nonsense um, down in Phoenix at Radio Row. Instead of being at the Senior Bowl, instead of being at Command Central, instead of turning over every stone, interviewing more candidates than he's already interviewed, no, I, I, there was probably five people that I saw in my timeline in response to the junkies message. And what we talked about yesterday on the show and what I've talked about on Locked On Commanders, Pete, there were probably about five people that kind of felt the same way I did, which was... It's not a good look. Ron's doing nothing wrong, in criminally wrong, of course. And there's nothing wrong with playing golf. There's nothing wrong with taking a day off. But, Pete, 
let me ask it to you this way. Do you take a day off during football season? Uh, no. Okay. Thank you. No. I, I mean, now, you you have a lot of jobs, okay? Maybe you don't have to work all those jobs, but you know that, like, we have this job. So, I mean, I did take three days off in late December. There's a day, Some people came after me. You don't take a day off? No, no, no. I, I'm talking about Ron potentially is taking most of, potentially, five, six, seven days off during a period in which the whole NFL or a lot of the NFL world is in Mobile, Alabama. And, and even if that's not bothersome to you, which it is to me, but whatever. I mean, Bill Belichick's down there. Uh, Mike Tomlin's down there. They got to get better. They know they've got to get better, but whatever. Even if that doesn't bother you, on top of that, he also has an offensive coordinator search. And I don't care for one rat's ass if he's waiting for Eric Bieniemy for after the Super Bowl and putting all his eggs in that basket. He should be turning over every single stone. He should be turning over every option, looking at every number, every analytic, every w- bit of tape, every everything. He should be interviewing more people. He should not be, uh, I'm sorry. I know this sucks. I know it's a cool event. I know it's Pebble Beach. He should not be out in Pebble Beach for four or five days, hobnobbing, cocktail hours, dinners, breakfasts, uh, talking to celebrities and hanging out and socializing. Somebody said to me on Twitter, hey, you know, Aaron Rodgers is going to be there. Maybe he's going to sweet talk Aaron Rodgers. Guess what? I don't want Aaron Rodgers here. Does Aaron Rodgers make them better next year? Better than what? Better than they were does Aaron Rodgers make them a better football team if you acquire him? If I've got to spend $40 million plus on my salary cap and pay a How first do you know? round. Well, I mean, he's talked about he, – he's even talked about uh, re, redoing his deal if he has to. Um, there, there's been rumors of that uh, if it facilitates the right situation. I mean, what's he going to restructure it to, $3 million? Uh, I mean, I'm I mean, just, I, I mean, listen, that's if, up to him. Listen, if Aaron Rodgers isn't want, it like a fifty-two or fifty, yeah, some odd I, million yeah, dollar hit. I, I mean, if Aaron Rodgers wants to come here and play one year for five million dollars, and it cost me a fifth-round pick, then I'm interested. No, that, that's, a, that's 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 it, yeah. it's more for him to be able to to get moved from right. Green Bay, right? But 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 that we I mean, this team paid twenty-eight million for Carson right. Wentz this past season. You I, wouldn't pay twenty-eight million for Aaron Rodgers next I, year. I, if I've got to pay twenty-eight million, which it's not going to be that low, it's going to be more. If I got to pay twenty-eight million and I've got to surrender my first-round pick and my second-round pick, and now I don't have a first, second, and a third for a forty-year-old quarterback who had mm, kind of. A fine year, but not a not a great year by any stretch. If I've got to surrender all that, you want me to do that? Does Aaron Rodgers put you up on level ground with the Giants, Dallas? I'm not sure you can get to Philadelphia even with Rodgers, even though people will reference Washington's win against uh, Philadelphia this mm-hmm. year and think, oh, yeah, we can get there on a I- consistent basis. But does Rodgers get you there? Or or was what we saw last year kind of the beginning of the end for Rodgers, just like we saw with Russell Wilson? I mean, some some guys don't right. get the 45 like Brady. Right. 
And the answer for me is yes. I think last year was the beginning of the end. And I go back even one step further against a very good San Francisco defense, as we talked about earlier this hour, coordinated by D'Amico Ryans. That playoff game at Lambeau on a Saturday night a year plus ago, there Aaron Rodgers played like absolute dog doo-doo in that game. And he had plenty of opportunities. So combined with what I saw or didn't see last year, the fact that you – I'm sorry, I know the Lions were a hot team. The fact that you couldn't find a way to beat the Lions – at home, at Lamp, no thanks. I'm not paying $40 million a year, my first and second round pick this year, and possibly more on Aaron Rodgers. No thanks. No chance. I would never do it. Last year, as you know, I did float the possibility, Ron, and at that time, Michael Silver was still part of the organization. Uh, these guys just disappear, by the way. Michael Silver, Katie Feeney, uh, they, they trumpet all these people, and then they just disappear <laughs> like they're on the back of a freaking milk cart. And this organization is the weird weirdest organization in the world. Um, but there's n- like last year I floated it as, eh, you know what? I could see them doing that because they were desperate. They were starving for a big name splash this year. I think just the opposite. I think they are very comfortable in Sam Howell, a middle of the road veteran quarterback, a Teddy Bridgewater type, a, a Tyrod Taylor type, you know, somebody along those lines, a Mitch Trubisky type and drafting a young guy in the fourth to seventh round, somewhere in that range and going that way. I think they are very comfortable with that because they said, oh, 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 that didn't work, so we're going to do the opposite because this is going to work. Even though we tried to do this in the first two years and that still didn't work, well, what's going to work? Probably nothing is the answer. Probably Ron's, nothing. Ron's desperate to win and make a splash. I, I don't think the Rodgers conversation is far-fetched. Uh, the question is, is how far can Ron negotiate Aaron down in terms of salary? I mean – they're going to have, I think, roughly because of the raising of the salary cap. I think Washington's going to be near thirty-two million uh, right now. After after Wentz, yeah. yeah. So after they get Wentz off the books, they'll be around thirty-two. Yeah. So, you know, how far do you have to negotiate Rodgers down if you were doing that? If you were going to have that conversation anyway, because it certainly takes you out of the pain possibility, yep. but there doesn't seem to be any urgency there, and they need help. And I, I know you can't draft. They need more help in a lot of places. So they're going to have to spend money on offensive linemen or draft picks on offensive linemen. And whichever ones they don't get in the free agency, they're going to have to get in the draft. So, again, would you play Rodgers roughly behind the same offensive line, give or take Chris Paul at left guard, Cosme at right guard, Leno left tackle, Lucas right tackle, and whichever center's healthy, or you draft John Michael Schmitz if he's there in the first round. You love that name. You love well, he's that good name. football player. I know, but you love that name. That's the name that you want so badly. And I just wanted, and I want Matt to play that that silly song that goes with uh, that. John name. Jacob Jingleheimer yeah. Schmidt. Yeah, His absolutely. name is my name, too. Absolutely. I want, every time you mention if that. If they draft him, we're going to definitely, look, if they draft him, I will go to. I will. I will do whatever we have to do to get an interview with him every week on and the show s- and sing that to him. He'll be our guy and sing that to him. I don't know if I'll sing it to him every week because I, I can't sing. I mean, every. I think every time you mention that name, because I can rhyme, I just can't sing. You've mentioned his name probably about ten times over. Well, the he's last the best couple- center in the draft. Uh, fine, 
you, you, you've mentioned him a lot. I what do you just, want me to do? I, just I, pull some obscure center from a one double A team and, and say we'll draft him? I, I mean, I I'm, want great I'm, football I'm, players. I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying we should play that song every time you mention that that name. Look ah, it. there it is. Right on cue. It's why we have the best producer in the building. Good job, Matty. Whenever I hike the ball, the commander I will block my man La 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 la. Yes. Let's draft him. Let's trade down a couple of spots, draft him in the first round, and rebuild the offensive line. I because got something for you on Aaron Rodgers when we come back. Okay, that's gonna that that's gonna kind of shoot a hole through a lot of this. Okay, that's good. Um, Aaron Rodgers, of course, that that you can't. You can't go on social media without seeing him in a meme of a Jets uniform. That's for sure. That's been popular so far here in the offseason. Aging veterans at quarterback trying to hang on and teams desperate to have their name uh, on their roster, thinking that they could lead them to glory. Perhaps Tom Brady ruined it for them all uh, when he won, moving down to Tampa. Everybody else thinks that's the way to go. Do you get Russell Wilson or do you get Tom Brady as he was in Tampa is ultimately the question. 301-230-0980. Russell tells us what's trending. We're 15 minutes away from Tony Khan on the Team 980. All right, as we've been talking about much of the morning, Tom Brady retiring again one year after he initially retired and then chose to come back six weeks later. Apparently, this is it at the age of 45. Set an NFL record for most attempts, 733, most completions, 490 in his final season, leading the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to an NFC South Division championship. Granted, the division was not very good and a playoff loss two weeks ago to the Dallas Cowboys. Again, Tom Brady apparently retiring for a second time and for good at the age of 45. Sean Payton off to the Denver Broncos. Not official yet after a trade for compensation worked out between the two clubs. He'll try and rescue Russell Wilson. D'Amico Ryan, six-year deal reportedly with the Houston Texans, former Carolina Panthers head coach, and now Nebraska Cornhuskers coach Matt Rule filing an arbitration suit against David Tepper and the Panthers saying that his former team refused to pay him offset contract money of about $5 million. And the Wizards look for number seven in a row tonight against the hapless Pistons in Detroit. Listen to Denny Avia on the show yesterday with us. Russell Medhurst in the podcast section at the Team 980. Listen uh, at the Team980.com, I should say. Listen to the Wiz tonight, Dave Johnson and crew, starting at 645 right here on 980 and the Odyssey app. And that's what's trending. Ten minutes away from Tony Khan here on the Team 980. Great card on a Wednesday night for AEW from Dayton, Ohio, coming up tonight. Uh, and a, and a, I think an underrated performer, by the way, in the business. I'll talk about it uh, after we talk with Tony coming up at the top of the hour. Chris, we've got you know aging quarterbacks. Brady found success in Tampa. Russell Wilson has not so far. Uh, in Denver. David Carr is hoping to move to a new organization now at age 31, uh, looking to do the same thing. Aaron Rodgers is certainly in the twilight, you know, of his career, trying to figure out if he wants to keep getting banged around or not out on the NFL field. And just as, you know, Rex Ryan floats floats something like Sean Payton and Tom Brady uh, to Washington, nothing would get Washington fans more fired up, at least 80% of the fan base, I think, 
um, than somehow finagling Aaron Rodgers here. But ultimately, just ultimately, like we detailed the cost of what Wilson and Peyton have cost the Broncos. The question would be, what would be the cost here, and does it prevent you from really doing the things you need? Sure, Aaron Rodgers helps you win a couple more games, right. but does he help you get to the Lombardi is ultimately the question. Yeah, and and the answer for me would be no. Again, A, I think he's a little bit on the downslide. Um, you know, and, and again, that's perfectly normal. Maybe he would be juiced up and reinvigorated by working with Terry McLaurin and Curtis Samuel and and Jahan Dotson and Logan Thomas, presuming that you know Logan Thomas is still here, and 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 uh, you know a rebuilt offensive line. I don't know how you're rebuilding that offensive line because if, if you're spending all the money to acquire Aaron Rodgers and assets, again, it's trade. It's not a free agent signing. Now, uh, I do want to point this out. Okay, his contract situation is really, really weird. Uh, so I don't know how they're going to work all this out, but his cap number for this year is only $31.6 million. And when I say only, I mean, that's not that much. Yeah, but it go- if you keep him on the same deal, right. it goes to like 52 and like 59 by the yes, end of it, I think. Yes, correct. And that's inherently the problem. Both sides would have to obviously work out some sort of an arrangement where the Packers take on a, a portion of whatever, But but that's – Again, just the point is Rodgers, according to OverTheCap.com, only has a base salary of $1.165 million in 2023. He has a prorated bonus, part of his guaranteed signing bonus, uh, which was part of the $150 million deal he signed last year um, in in mid-March, of which 101 of it was fully guaranteed, blah, 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 $40.8 million. I don't want to get too deep in the woods on this, uh, and I don't even understand it all, but he gets a prorated – his prorated bonus and the way they account for the salary cap is $15.8 million this year, and then he has a roster bonus, I think it is, of almost $15 million. So, again, they list his guaranteed salary for 2023 as almost $60 million, but his cap number – only 31.6. So however they got to that is however they got to that. Now, you smartly point out, right, that in the next three years after 2023, right now, again, right now, his salary cap uh, numbers is $40.7 million, $59.3 million, $53.4 million. Okay, again, I'm not saying that those numbers can't be reduced, shrinked, whatever. Here's the problem. What I don't know, Pete, And what I don't believe, if you look at the next two years, in 2023 and 2024, his base salary, which is how generally and almost always how teams fudge numbers and move numbers around and convert to bonus or flat-out cut, right? You know, you negotiate a cut, whatever, whatever the sides might be. His base salary, the thing that you can move around, is $1.165 million this year. His base salary in 2024, if you're looking at this being a more than one-year thing, is $2.25 million. There's not a whole lot of moving around that I can see there. Now, unless, unless Aaron Rodgers is somehow, some way willing to drop all of, a lot of, the guaranteed money that he got in the rework deal last March and willing to forego that, which the union would go bonkers on, 
And I, I'm sorry, I just don't see Aaron Rodgers being that kind of guy. Unless you can figure out a way to do that, Pete, the contract is is absurdly untradeable, in my opinion. Unless you have, unless you have, like, again, the Jets, who has been the team that has been most mentioned with um, – with, or most connected with Aaron Rodgers, like for them, they are projected, according to OverTheCap.com, to be $2.79 million over the cap. Right. Over the cap, right? And that is projected on the new cap of just under $225 million. The Jets, who are in great positioning, they had like $90 million or $80 million last year under the cap, somehow are now over by almost $3 million. Now, Again, teams can lop off, restructure, cut, and they could probably open up thirty to thirty-five million dollars pretty easily without me even really studying it. So I'm sure they could find a way to get Aaron Rodgers in this year. But the question becomes, for me, is are are the Commanders who you mentioned like right around thirty-two million projected after cutting Wentz? Are the Commanders willing to do that along with? first and presumably second-round picks this year to make a trade and to give the Packers compensation, are the commanders willing to do all of that for 40-year-old Aaron Rodgers who may be on the downslide? And, and the answer for me is hell no. Well, that would I think be if you dumb. bring Aaron Rodgers, you're bringing Aaron Rodgers in for next year. Yeah. Well. Because Ron, Ron, knows, Ron knows time for him is short, okay? He knows that he's got to make a splash. That way, if it is, is indeed new ownership, that he shows them that hey we're, we we really are trending in a in a positive direction here and we can make the kind of moves that we have to make to compete with the teams in our division because we're in the toughest division in the National Football League right now. So Aaron Rodgers gets you a splash for 2023. But just like with Tom Brady who made the initial splash there in Tampa, you're not guaranteed success even after even a in the first year, but certainly after that because the clock for those guys is going in the in the opposite direction. So, yes, it's a short-term potential gain at what long-term price. Now we're looking at the Buccaneers, the team that was under 500 this year, and you know, where are they going uh, ultimately in the future here? They may stay under 500 uh, for a little while down in Tampa. Coming up, Tony Khan joins us top of the hour as we talk AEW and the Jaguars success plus relationships why because he and his dad and their companies own a very diverse portfolio of teams an incredible wrestling production the jacksonville jaguars fulham of the premier league and those relationships how do you build them uh into good business we'll talk about that with tony khan coming up next right here on the team 980 streaming live for free on the odyssey app we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.